Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Congressional budgets today and the bottom line of a no-fly zone. Remember toxic assets and mortgage-backed securities? They never really went away, you know. And another installment of Freakonomics Radio coming up from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Mini with 37 miles per gallon and three years or 36,000 miles of boot-to-bonnet maintenance. MiniUSA.com slash info. And by Progressive Insurance with Snapshot, a program in which rates are determined by the driving habits of policyholders. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Tuesday today, the 22nd day of March 2011. Good to have you with us. Here's a news bulletin I read on the wires just before I came into the studio. It's Reuters quoting an anonymous senior American official as saying that the U.S. expects to see more Arab participation in the Libya effort over the next several days. That comes as the coalition enforcing the no-fly zone launched another two dozen Tomahawk missiles today at three quarters of a million dollars apiece. An Air Force F-15 had mechanical problems and crashed. The crew is safe, but the jet is a $40 million write-off. You start talking dollar amounts like that, and you get to a billion dollars pretty fast. And that matters because a billion is about how much the Pentagon says it can spend out of straight cash flow without having to go to Congress for a supplemental budget. So Washington probably is expecting to see more Arab participation soon because Congress hasn't been much in the mood to spend money lately. Marketplace's John Dimsdale reports. For now, the Defense Department is drawing on existing accounts to cover the Libyan operation. But federal tax expert David Selig says the Pentagon easily could end up spending $100 billion by the end of the summer if we're not careful. Eventually, Congress will get the bill, and if lawmakers want to cut deficits, Robert Bixby of the budget watchdog Concord Coalition says it's time to take a stand. Well, they should either raise revenue to pay for it, or they could cancel some other defense spending or or some spending in the domestic accounts to offset the supplemental that they would need for Libya. Bixby's worry is that Congress will treat the request the same way it dealt with Iraq and Afghanistan. They may go back to the old emergency exemption, which is that anything that people label an emergency, they feel that they don't need to pay for. But the deficit itself is becoming an emergency, and so I think that we are going to have to start paying for things, even if they're things that we want to do. There is another option, says Anthony Cordesman at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Now Libya's surface-based air defense system has largely been suppressed. You can shift the mission over to manned aircraft from Britain, France, and other countries, and shift the costs as well. So far, Congress has aimed its budget-cutting firepower on non-defense spending. The president's decision to join military action in Libya will force lawmakers to set their sights on the Pentagon as well. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. We'll have more Libya and the latest from Japan as well coming up in just a little bit. But first, a blast from the past on this Tuesday. Mortgage-backed securities are back in the news. Toxic assets might be a more familiar phrase. The Treasury Department bought up almost $150 billion worth of them about three years ago, when the fate of the global economy seemed to be hanging in the very balance. This week, Treasury announced it's going to start selling off some of those assets. Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith explains what that might mean for markets and for mortgages. 
When the market for mortgage-backed securities froze, banks couldn't sell home loans to investors, so they stopped making home loans. And investors, such as pension funds and mutual funds, feared their mortgage-backed securities would become worthless. All hell was breaking loose. It was the height of the crisis. Every fire alarm was going off. Karen Petru with Federal Financial Analytics says to keep financial markets from imploding, the Treasury started buying mortgage bonds, and it's been holding them until now. You have to do something with them or the government will own the mortgage market, and I don't think anybody wants that. The Treasury will be selling the bonds off gradually. Bill Stone is chief investment officer with PNC Wealth Management. He says this is the government's latest move to unwind some of the actions it took during the financial crisis. It's consistent with what the Treasury's been doing. You know, they've sold off their Citigroup stake. 